Hey, it's Bob Stoffer. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to Oilers Now ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at marines.com. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad. Well, some guys are as smooth as Tennessee whiskey, and some guys have their own beer. And that's where we're going next on the River Cree Resort Casino Hotline. We welcome back Washington Capitals color analyst Al May. Uh, he does some work with NBC Sports Network. He also does some work with CBS. He's everywhere, and he's got his own beer. That's when you know you're a big deal. Al May joins us. Al, how you doing? I'm doing great, Bob. How you doing, man? Good. Like, how do I get your beer? Can you send me? But, but I can tell you right now, Bob McKenzie sent me a bunch of samples for his stuff. Uh, so can you can you make that? Is that allowed across the border, or would there be like a, a tax that would have to be paid on that? I am sure that going across the border to you would be expensive, and coming across to me would be cheap. So. I don't know. I'd probably have to drive it there. I'd have to probably have to drive it there or get there faster than flying it there. All right. right. What's the beer called? It's called Maisie 16 IPA. So it's, uh, you know, and then I tell you the truth. I have uh, my own whiskey with Jack Daniels, my own single barrel that I did through the caps this year where uh, the sponsorship paid me to go and pick up four barrels, a private label. It was, uh, Unbelievable, and they're selling it. They're selling it in the store. They saw the liquor store that I frequent. Not, I'm not frequent. I go go to buy some soft drinks, and uh, they had it listed for three hundred and fifty nine dollars for a little single barrel bottle. It just blew my mind. And they've been selling like hotcakes. So apparently, I'm doing that again this summer. You frequent? So. Yes. Uh, I. I... Now, Wayne Gretzky's been kind enough to send some of his stuff over the years. Uh, of course, the distilleries in Canada. Uh, and But I will tell you, I drink Bailey's. And speaking of frequent, I uh, when the Oilers were in the playoffs, I swung by the local store, which is not a sponsor of this show or this radio station. So we won't give them a free plug. And the guy behind the toe goes, Mr. Stoffer, we missed you last week. So talking about frequent, I guess you have your answer for you. Uh, so is this brewed out of uh, uh, Washington, D.C.? Is it brewed out of Texas? Where is it brewed out of, Al? No, this one is, you know what? It's funny. My son always says, hey, Dad, D.C., you're famous in Texas. No one knows who you are. So that's why we live in Texas, bud. But uh, you know what? Being on TV here and playing here has had its advantage over the years, and it's a local brewery. And when they came to me with it, uh, I thought they were, you know, just more lip service and another guy saying, hey, well, 
we'll do this or we'll do that because that does happen a lot to all of us and and next thing you know, we're having a meeting. We're having extensive taste testing and sampling of the beers that we want. And it took about 12 hours and about 10 years off my life. But it's sold all throughout uh, the state of Virginia, in and out of bars, in liquor stores, grocery stores, uh, anywhere you can buy a beer. Damon and Dees sell them. So it's, it's been pretty awesome. It's been, it's been incredible, actually. And then I'll open up my Twitter account or even my phone just on text and someone will Someone else will have it, and uh, I'm getting the thumbs up for it. So it's been pretty cool. All right. Uh, we're in the middle of the NHL playoffs. We'll get to Tom Wilson in a second because I'm going to make you laugh. But the Edmonton Oilers season came to an end uh, playing uh, three rounds. They lost in four straight to Colorado. Three one-goal games, two with an empty netter. The other one decided with an overtime winner. Yabs were the better team. How would you assess the season that was for Edmonton? Because we know, Al, you keep a close eye on the Oilers as well. Well, you know, I, I just thought at the start of the year it was such a soap opera until the coaching change. And, you know, there there were wins, there were losing streaks. There, it just seemed like there was so much tur- turmoil. And when Woodcroft came in and all of a sudden had the ear and the attention, a different voice for the players, uh, things started to turn around. And there wasn't as much, you know, juggling of the lines, even though I thought they still thought there was somewhat too much of it. And I've said it on the show before, you know, I, you want Zach Cash and, in a crash and bang role, not a sniper role. And I think that goes for a lot of players on that team. To understand your role, you need to look no farther or further than the Tampa Bay Lightning and how everyone understands their role within that team. And we use them because they're the Stanley Cup champs the last two seasons, and here they are in the finals again. So I look at the Oilers as you look at it. I would have to say it's successful that they got through some playoff rounds. Uh, Certainly they didn't get as far as they wanted to. But when your guys are hobbled, when Leon Dreisaitl, everyone who watches hockey, every single guy that's a part of the NHL, fans, news, you name it, everyone knew he was hurt. And it looked like this guy was, you know, just a one-leg wrecking crew, and he still did a great job. He still, he was still putting it up there. But, you know, you have to be healthy to go far. And so far, Edmonton's been kind of a one-two punch team. It's been, it's been uh, Leon and Connor. So when one of the two is hobbled, it's tough to go far. So I'd say it's a success. I thought the I liked the way they played more without the puck, and I actually liked the way Connor McDavid played way more without the puck as the playoffs went on. I thought there was a lot of growth in his game, and uh, I'm not going to give any old coaches uh, credit for anything they said, but I thought he grew as a player once again uh, in these playoffs, and it's not the – you know, everyone wants to point fingers. They just didn't have enough, you know, in the bottom yes. line. And so they get this this roster figured out dollar-wise, and they're still in hell from years past, and you've still got to get other guys off the books, and it takes time. Just because you get a new GM, a new coach, it doesn't happen overnight. So uh, I still think and when it's all said and done, you can look at it as a positive season. Uh, not the success they want, but I'll just say positive success. All right, so the orders were in Washington. For some reason, I don't think, you worked that game on the NBC package, uh, but Evander Kane scored in that. I, that might have been one of Evander's first games as a letter. He had a he had a, a good trip to start Edmonton. He made a you know the guy had 22 goals in 39 games in the regular season. He scored 13 goals in 15 games in the playoffs. You're going to laugh at this. So we had a discussion point. Obviously, the priority for Edmonton is to do everything possible to resign Evander Kane, including moving money out. But I said if the Oilers lose Kane. They got to find ways to replace him with a somewhat similar player, and we got a couple texts today saying, "Well, why doesn't Edmonton just trade for Tom Wilson?" 
It's just like Toronto. Oh, you know who Toronto needs? They need Tom Wilson. They need to do a deal. Well, there's a problem with that, Al, isn't there? Washington doesn't want to lose El- uh, They don't want to lose Tom Wilson. Well, I'll tell you what. If they ever decided to trade him, uh, it, it would be they'd get five players for one. It would be it would be incredible because he is so coveted around the National Hockey League. And when I'm in the arena, and you know, I get texts from guys that you know scout and coach and. You know, they're always wanting to ask about Tom. They love him. They love the way he plays. And it's funny, you know, in Twitter, on Twitter, they hate him everywhere. But he is the best power forward in the game when it comes to the physical side of it. He's a 20-goal scorer, kills penalties. He's a, He can play in your power play depending, you know, where you are. He'd be a first or second power line power play player. And uh, you could trade for him all you want right now. He's out for about six to eight months with that ACL injury that he suffered in the playoffs. But you can't just grab these players. They don't become free. And Evander Kane is – they're similar in certain ways, but I think Evander's got a way better scoring touch. Yeah. Um, but I don't think he puts the fear of God in anyone like, like Tom does. But at the same time, Evander Kane is a very physical, complete hockey player. And if you just watch the game of hockey and don't worry about all the periphery, all the other stuff, uh, he, he's an incredible hockey player. Forget about everything else. So I talk, spoke to Kevin Weeks about this last Thursday, and this literally took a life on its own. I said, if the Oilers and my priority is, hey, take take your swing at Kane. Try to get Kane to resign here. Do everything possible. But if you can't get him, you have to look for a similar type of player. So you're not, you know, those players are coveted. They're few and far between. And you're not going to go to a team that has an expectation of winning. You need to target teams that are in a little bit of a rebuild, which brings me to the Montreal Canadiens and Josh Anderson. And I know fully well he's got five years left at five and a half million bucks. Uh, but the reality is Montreal's under new management. And when new management happens, I mean, they got the number one pick in the draft. They're rebuilding. So suddenly, at all, oh, Stauffer's an idiot. He wants Josh Anderson. He was minus 25 in Montreal. He didn't score 20 goals. What do you think happens if a guy like Josh Anderson ends up on a team with Connor McDavid and Leon Dreisaitl? Al, you know this. Pat Maroon, career-high 27 goals in Edmonton. Alex Chason, career-high 22 goals in Edmonton. Zach Hyman, career-high 27 goals in Edmonton. Evander Kane, 22 goals in half a season in Edmonton, and then 13 goals in the playoffs. So you tell me, you've seen a lot more, and I don't know what the, I, I know if I'm Montreal what I'm looking for. It's a lot. But t- we have people that actually think Josh Anderson's a crappy hockey player that listen to this show. You've seen this guy a lot. What do you think of Josh Anderson? Well, to tell you the truth, he's never done a lot against the Washington Capitals. But at the same time, I watch him play everyone else. And this guy can skate. He's physical. Um, and I'll take that minus 25 and throw it in the garbage because where was everyone when he was plus 25? And uh, you know what? You play on a bad team, you're a better player, you're going to end up with the minuses more. And, and people don't understand it, but it, it, you look at all their top players. Uh, Suzuki, minus 29. Caulfield, minus 24. Mike Hoffman, oh, I'm not going to say he's a better player. But Christian Dvorak, a guy that they brought in there to put in an expanded role, minus 19. But these are all their leading scores. And Josh Anderson, I guess he got the green jacket there. But the, your better players are on the ice the most, and you overplay them and you put them in more situations. And they're getting, I would like to know, they should have a stat in the NHL, uh, empty net minuses. Um, and you could also say that for empty net plus, but you'll always end up with more minuses on the extra man uh, than you will pluses. So I, I look at Josh Anderson. Would he look great in Edmonton? Yeah, because you know why? He could keep up with Connor McDavid. He could keep up with Leon Dreisaitl. I remember when he was drafted, people said he had bad feet. 
And I just laugh at that now because he skates around everyone when he's healthy. But Josh Anderson is a pretty good hockey player. It's so hard to score in a National Hockey League. And those guys, all their stats suffered. There, you look at Cole Caulfield ended up leading that team at 23 goals. Marty St. Louis became the coach, and Caulfield had one goal. So was he an awful hockey player until that coaching change? No. And he's still minus 24, but these guys got beat to their living daylights, and then they sold off near the end of the season, some of the guys. But Josh Anderson, I would take him in Washington. I asked the general manager here multiple times, can we get that guy? Can we get that guy? Can we get that guy? And he just laughed. He goes, everyone wants that guy too. He's like Wilkes. You know, he's like a lesser Tom Wilson in the physicality. I think he's a nicer, prettier, faster skater maybe than Wilkes. Uh, but there's a lot of good qualities. You take guys and airlift them to a good hockey team, they're going to be really good players. Some guys are just bad hockey players in every team. And uh, Josh Anderson. That was me. We saw how good he, <laughs> yeah, we saw how good we saw how good uh, Anderson was in the playoffs for Columbus a few years ago. And you know what? He's battled some shoulder injuries. But I think he's the kind of guy that can p- play pretty much on every team in the National Hockey League and be a useful. You know, some teams it's going to be a top nine. Some it's the top six. Some teams it's the top line. And uh, he's got some touch. And I just like uh, Hyman, Zach Hyman, I've always loved the way this guy played, the hustle in him. He's an ugly hockey player. He doesn't do anything pretty on the ice. He's an ugly hockey player. But what? He gets it done. So, you know, it doesn't matter. The, the way that kid plays, you take swings at these guys if you can. And I, and I think he would look great in an Edmonton Oilers uniform. And his stats, he'd probably be about plus 50 playing with me, David. Al, great stuff. Appreciate your time. Congrats on the beer you're buying next year if we're fortunate enough to fly into Washington. All right. You got it, man. Take care. There you go. That is Al May, who played over 400 games in the National Hockey League. Uh, He joined us on the River Cree Resort and Casino Hotline. When we come back, NHL Today, the Oilers Now Prospect Report for Scott Arthur Millwork in this day in Oilers history. It is 149 at Edmonton. All right, let's rock and roll here. It is 152 in Edmonton. We go to NHL today for our friends at Elite Promotional Marketing. Elite Promotional Marketing, your local branded merchandising specialist. Head to ElitePromoMarketing.com. Drew Shamhorn and his staff, they will take care of you. Here's Brendan Escott. Lightning and Avalanche game one of the Stanley Cup final tomorrow, 6 o'clock. We've got it live on 6.30. Chad, Jeremy Lozon signed for four years in Nashville, $2 million per season there. Brad Malone re-signed with Edmonton on a two-year, two-way deal. The Condors captain with 39 points in the American League last year appeared in eight NHL games in the regular season, two more in the playoffs. A Winnipeg brewery offering Barry Trotz free beer for life if he takes over the head coaching vacancy for the Jets this offseason. And you've heard about it all show. Once again, Edmonton Oil Kings WHL champions. They knocked off Seattle last night. Sites now set on the Memorial Cup. It runs from the 20th to the 29th of this month in St. John, New Brunswick. The Sea Dogs, obviously the host team. Shawinigan Cataracts, we know are there. In the OHL, it's either Hamilton or Windsor. They're playing for Game 7. Hamilton's going to win that game tomorrow night. The vehicle pipeline is moving. Our friends at Brent Ridge Ford have got a few units in stock more on the way. You can check out uh, the situation at Brent Ridge Ford and Wetasco and where cars cost less with Uncle Milt, Rich, Johnny, and the gang. If they don't have a vehicle for you, they can order one to the exact specifications that you want. But hurry, the order bank is getting full. If you want to be treated fairly when you purchase a vehicle and get outstanding service, call the gang at Brent Ridge Ford, one ford 
That is one eight seven seven four seven seven thirty six seventy three. Brent Ridge Ford is your Ford Truck Authority on the Auto Mile in Wetaskiwin. To the Oilers now prospect report brought to you by Scott Arthur Millwork Custom Cabinetry, Luxury Closets, Exceptional Millwork. Visit scottarthurmillwork.com today. Brendan. Xavier Borgo, we know, off to the Memorial Cup, having dispatched the Charlottetown Islanders in five games, along with Maverick Bork and the rest of the Cataracts. Borgo with nine points in that series alone, including two assists in the decisive game. He's got 12 goals, 22 points in 16 playoff games overall. Uh, even through injury this season, he managed 75 in just 43 games. Again, the uh, memor starts on June 20th, runs through the 29th. Royal Pizza Pizza passed in so much more. Edmonton owned and operated for over 50 years for a menu and a list of their 15 Edmonton and area four Calgary locations as well. Go online at royalpizza.ca or download the Royal Pizza app from the App Store. The staffer recommendation is the Mediterranean Chicken Bread and Escott likes the text. And as we go to list day and order's history for New West Travel, this is a memorable one for a lot of you fans out there in oil country, especially maybe for those of you that are under the age of 35. This October, you can travel on a private WestJet charter flight to Cabot Links in Nova Scotia for five days of golf at the number 10 golf course in the world. Details at newwesttravel.com. We go back to list date in 2006. Here's Brendan Escott. After opening the scoring 16 seconds into the game, Fernando Pisani scores shorthanded in overtime. The Oilers beat the Hurricanes 4-3 in Game 5 of the Stanley Cup Final. Cut the uh, Hurricanes series lead to 3-2, heading back to Edmonton for Game 6. UC Markkinen turning aside 21 of 24 shots, while Alish Hemsky had a goal and a helper. I remember how miserable some of the ink-stained wretches were after the game that the Oilers had wanted to extend the series. Back in the days when many of the writers from uh, the respective papers that covered the, the teams on their respective beats got to work the Stanley Cup final, they were ready to cash in the season. But, uh, yeah, it was a big game. I sat next to John Sexsmith. Pisani scored early, and he finished it off. It was a beauty. It's Fernando. And I'm not ashamed to say there are guns and cannons almost made. Tonight, Reed Wilkins has inside sports. What's he got shaking, Brendan? You will hear from 2019 Stanley Cup champion, local product Colton Pareko, host of the Jeff Merrick Show from Sportsnet 590 and 32 Thoughts podcast, Jeff Merrick. Uh, Oil Kings play-by-play voice Andrew Peard will jump on. And uh, Spirit of Edmonton chairman uh, Jerry Harassi, uh, keeper of the Grey Cup, Jeff McWinney. He's got a busy one, Bob. Canada Basketball Managing Director, uh, Paul Sir. Paul, or Brian Lawton, will join us on tomorrow's show. We'll see how much longer Brian can join us for from the NHL Network. NHL insider John Shannon for Legacy Heating and Cooling. We're going to hook up with one of the Oil Kings as well. And uh, David Staples, Cult of Hockey, on the Wednesday edition of Oilers. Now, thank you for everybody for participating in today's interactive element to today's show. Some great texts out there and some real thinking critical thinking. Much appreciated. Up next, a global news, weather, and traffic update with Kevin Robertson, Rob Breckenridge from 2 to 3 today, followed by 6.30 Chet Afternoons. This is Monday through Friday from 3 to 6 on 6.30 Chet with Jay Lynn Nye. Back at you tomorrow at noon. So long till then. Can you hear the drums, Fernando? Do you still recall the fateful night we crossed the Rio Grande? Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad.
Canada may be known for its landscapes and friendly people, but beneath the surface lies a darker side of crime, history, and the paranormal. Since 2017, the award-winning Dark Poutine podcast has explored the shadowy corners of the Great White North and beyond, delivering chilling tales from a uniquely Canadian perspective. Hosted by Mike Brown and Matthew Stockton with over 300 episodes and fresh releases every Monday, Dark Poutine is your weekly ticket to the creepier side of Canada. Listen to Dark Poutine on Apple, Spotify, Amazon Music, or wherever you get your podcasts.